In this episode, we're talking about masking. What is it and why do we all do it? What's the cost to yourself and is it possible to not mask? How do people pleasing and state fit into the conversation? Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. We're going to talk about masking today. I know. So this got referenced was it in an obsessed segment a few yeah, weeks ago me masking my adhd yeah yeah and we had a, a big response like yeah. a lot of people relating to it a lot of comments a lot of messages yeah. like i really relate to how right. jamie feels mm-hmm. so we were like what if we talked Talk all about, about it <laughs> for a whole episode sounds great i feel like this is a topic you and i discuss a lot oh we talk about it all the time yeah so i think i think it's a good one yeah I decided to start today with my own definition and then read you a more official one. Okay. And when it comes to masking, you're going to hear like a lot of different versions of this. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear like the very neurodiverse, like Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to autism, you're going to hear people talk about it. You're also going to hear someone who maybe doesn't have, like they're a little more neurotypical, talk about their masking. You're going to hear empathic intuitive people talk about their masking so like it's not uncommon for you to hear so many different definitions of this right i but if you're here because like you saw the title and and you're autistic and you thought this was going to be an episode all about like autism and autism masking like we'll certainly be talking about that but not like everybody masks in their own ways like you can't really survive in this this society without masking yes we're talking more about masking in that sense and right. like how everybody does it we're going right. to reference it in some other ways but i think that kind of an episode where you're like specifically talking about it with autism mm-hmm. is better done with like a psychologist a professional. yeah right exactly right. right we're talking about it much more as like a society how we do this and why yeah this okay. is like a social coping mechanism yes that like humans have had to develop living under patriarchy Exactly. So we're going to be talking about how it connects to um, people pleasing, mm-hmm. but also what's the difference between masking in state, like oh, good putting point. yourself right. in a state. So that's kind of where we're going with this. Yep. Okay. So here's my definition. Okay. So it's altering your behavior and mannerisms to be more socially acceptable and fit or blend in better. Yes. That's how that's mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I'm talking about masking, that's what I'm talking about. Now that's very general, Mm -hmm. right? But I think, I think it should be very general. Yeah. So, okay. But I wanted to also grab like a more official one. Mm -hmm. So this is from very well mind. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you what they say masking is. When someone attempts to hide their mental health symptoms in an effort to blend in with people around them. They may copy other people's demeanor or actions or engage in compensatory behavior. The goal of masking is to appear as though you are not experiencing mental health symptoms or struggling, even when this is not true. Masking can be compared to writing with your non-dominant hand. Mm -hmm. Up until the mid-20th century, children who are naturally left-handed were punished and forced to use their right hand instead because this was considered, quote-unquote, correct. 
That's weird, first of all. <laughs> Very okay. Second of all, yes. Yes. Right. That definition, I feel like, is a little bit more what like mental health professionals, yes. when they refer to masking, mean. Correct. So I wanted to make sure I read that, but I also want you to know that when we're talking about masking, we're not just talking about like having a mental health system that sy- symptom that right. you're masking. It's anything that you feel like is not going to be accepted it's by the people around in. you right. or fit in. Exactly. It's that. Because for me, it's not for me it's not so much mental health stuff that no. I'm masking all the time. It's mm. mannerisms, the way right. I'm conversing with people, um, all kinds of things like that. Right. And if you're people a people pleaser who's masking, it's not because it's not even necessarily like fitting in. Mm-hmm. It's that you have been trained that you have to do what's best for everybody else. Exactly. So you're wearing that mask of like, oh, this, like I want to do, I want to do something this way, yeah. but nobody else does. So I'm going to do it that way. Exactly. Exactly. I have a quote I'm going to read to you in mm-hmm. a few minutes that talks about that element mm-hmm. of masking. Okay. What The reason that you hear like kind of a difference is that masking has become just a very popular pop culture term. Right. And to, I personally think that it's a good thing. I do too. Because it's calling attention to behavioral things that we all do. Oh, once you know what masking is and you hear people talking about it, you'll very quickly start to realize that you are doing it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people don't know they're masking. Like for most of my life, I didn't realize I was masking. Everybody is masking. Uh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's, I agree with you. It's kind of this moment where you're like, oh, for me... When I'm masking and mm-hmm. I go a little too far with the masking, it goes to the bad place. We're going to talk about knowing the good place and the bad place. Yeah. Um, I'm a different kind of drained after being with people than I am if I was just kind of doing my like basic masking. Yeah. Well, yeah, it certainly is like very tiring. Yeah. You're but, constantly editing yourself. Yeah. But then I think sometimes you also feel like, like I would leave places and be like, what the hell was I acting like that? Yeah, and not that it was like bad behavior or anything like that, but it just wasn't me. And I'd be like, "Why was I being so like jokey, or why was I being so whatever?" And then I'd be like, "Oh, because I was trying to." I didn't realize it was masking at the time, but I'd be like, "Oh, I was trying to fit in. Like that's what everyone else was doing." Yeah, I didn't want to call attention to myself. Whatever, whatever the reasoning was. You were trying to adopt the behavior of the right. people around you to fit in, or to be liked, right. or to be accepted, or you know, everyone's mm-hmm. going to fill that in with you know other something, words. right? Yeah, yeah, and it's not always going to be the same reason. Right? right, like sometimes right. you go Depends. somewhere because you just want to razzle dazzle everyone. Right. That's when I leave, and I'm like, well, "Who is that?" Right, exactly. <laughs> and then other times you just want to fit in or yep. like fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not always the same motivation. Yeah, yeah. So the term first became popular when talking about autism. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Natural Autistic Society, their definition is. To mask or camouflage means to hide or disguise parts of oneself in order to better fit in with those around you. It is an unconscious strategy all humans develop whilst growing up in order to connect with those around us. Yes, nailed it. So I I love that that's what the Natural uh, Autistic Society is saying. Mm-hmm. Like, we all do it. Right. What I think is important before we go any further in this to acknowledge and recognize is that although everybody masks the the kind of cost of that is a lot higher for people with certain neurodiversity like autism absolutely it is much harder for someone like that to mask for an extended amount of time Mm -hmm. they're masking a lot more things and the price is higher yeah so 
everyone masks, but it is certainly harder for some people to manage that masking. Yeah, it's also not fair that they have to mask right. to sort of assimilate into our society. We should be living in a place where like people can just be who they are. And if they're stimming, they're stimming. If they're like doing whatever, that should be okay. Like for, for people with autism, it seems like it's like, like you said, much higher stakes. Much higher stakes, much higher costs, mm-hmm. much more involved in it where mm-hmm. You know, like less of a choice in less of a choice, right? Like yeah. they're masking because they have to. Yeah. Right. And I think for me, when I'm masking, I'm not masking my whole entire self. Mm-hmm. I'm not masking like everything about me. Right. I'm picking and choosing the parts that I think are right. best in this situation. Right. Or I'm, there's a lot of parts of me. Once you get to know me, you're like, huh? Because that was that was not there, right. you know. Like I'm trying to quell the amount of questions I want to ask you. Right. I'm trying not to be like, hey, do you think that that thing you just said has to do with that thing you said before about when you were two? Right. You, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying right. to ease my way. I'm trying to sort of like edit a, the mm-hmm. version of myself. Whereas when you have autism, mm-hmm. like you're real far down on the spectrum. Especially what you're masking is not just that. You're not right. like, here's a little version of myself. It's right. like, here's none of myself. Right. You know what I mean? Here's right. this like little tiny, you know, me like pushed into this box to be accepted. And exactly. that's a very different thing. Story. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about people pleasing and masking. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about state and masking. But I also want to talk about why as a society we need to do this mm-hmm. okay but i think we should start with a people pleasing element because yeah. i think it's important to note that like these are these these are like mixed together too much to separate them mm-hmm. okay right so masking is a form of people pleasing yes it's it's the way that you people please it's like the tool you're using right exactly okay so I have this quote that I told I referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Instagram last night oh. and I was like, oh my God. Perfect. Perfect. Let me add this into our episode. Yeah. Um, it's from someone named Candace Vindel. Okay. I don't know anything about her. It's like one of those things where it just, the universe was like, Here you go. here's a sponsor to say you should right. look at. So, <laughs> um, but she wrote, people pleasing is the disease of needing others to be okay before you feel okay. Ugh. When did that become your responsibility? If you keep abandoning yourself, you will never be okay regardless of others. Well said, Candice. Well said. Yeah. And that like abandoning of yourself, like that's actually kind of what the mask is. It's like leaving who you really are and putting on this mask. Yeah. And that's like forcing you to abandon yourself. Yeah. And when you think about it, like, if you're going like, I am doing this because I want to fit in. So that kind of sentence mm-hmm. sounds like you're doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But what you're really doing is you're doing it so these people will accept you right. so that you feel like you fit in. Right. So it's easier for everybody else to deal with me. Yes. Right. 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 Like, let me make the most digestible version of, of myself. My, oh, yep. And, you know, the comical thing about it is that you don't actually know what other people want in a version of you no you're, you're just making guessing. you're making like wild assumptions sometimes they're right yeah sometimes they're not i mean it's based on fear which mm-hmm. means it's based on the shit your ego comes up with right which means it's not highly logical nope <laughs> you know what no. i mean no so but, 
But I also feel like when I think about masking, I often think about like my own fawn response. Yes. Like when my body goes into a into like a fight or flight or yeah. fawn response. Yeah. Um, like the mask is a really good tool for that fawn. Right. So think about how activated your nervous system mm-hmm. is becoming as you're masking. Exactly. Because you're also in, I mean, I'm in fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right. Right. I'm becoming like the master manipulator of the room. Right. But like trying not to, I'm, I'm masking that I'm a master manipulator right. of the room. So yeah. it's like, yeah. So I'm yeah. like fighting to like get everything to a place that feels safe. Right. You're fawning in the way of like, let me assimilate. Like, yeah. let me start, you know, to like be quiet and study and then like put myself in where I need to. And like, right. I'll eat both of those things. Mm-hmm. Freeze the same. Like all, like all of the nervous system reactions right. are causing your body to become dysregulated exactly so even if you're just doing it like quote unquote a little yeah you're still dysregulating your system right and in a, and in the moment the mask feels like it's calming your system yeah but it's not because it's creating so much work that's a really good point because there's a difference between it feels safe the mask feels safe it's a difference between feeling safe like calming your ego right. and calming your nervous system right they aren't calmed by the same thing no they're not they aren't the same no. thing no i mean your fear is triggering the, the response right but what you need to do to settle down your ego mm-hmm. to be like we're gonna we're gonna fit in so good they're gonna just be like that person is so much like us Right. How cool are they? Right. 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 And then what you do at the expense of yourself to do that is causing your nervous system to go haywire. Exactly. But your ego is like, oh, please no, we're just safe. punch. It's like, yeah, okay, we're, we're good. Right. So you're responding to that fear and you're mm-hmm. thinking you're doing something that's calming you down. But right. later. When you leave the room, oh, you're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's like a toxicity to that. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. I think when we think about our society and we think about just human beings in general, Mm -hmm. where do you separate the like learned behavior of like the elements where you kind of have to be a part of society and you, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to learn to care about other people's feelings and Mm -hmm. you have to learn that, you know, if you go somewhere, like you go to school or you go to work somewhere, you have to learn what's expected of you and sort of shift into that a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. And that where is the line between like that and where it becomes like, but you can't be yourself. Right. Where does it change from like behavioral and state to masking? Like where is a society are we kind of like missing the mark there? Well, and I think the problem is that, well, one of the problems is that that answer is different for everybody. Right. And we don't teach or like deal with people on an individual level. I think so. No one would even know. Right. Like, I think we're so behind still as a culture in, like, really, like, telling somebody, here's how I want you to understand that that society's going to expect you to behave. Right. Here's how I want you to try to assimilate to those things. Mm -hmm. But here's how I want to make sure you don't do that at the expense of yourself ever. Right. Here's the difference between state and masking. Right. Let me teach you that. I don't think we really even fully understand where the lines are well that's what i was going to say is i think it's such like a sort of subtle layered yeah process yeah that i don't think people even know 
a lot of people don't know when it's happening it to themselves. Right. Never mind do they know when it's happening to someone else. It almost seems to me like one of those things that you kind of have to figure out happened after it happens. Yes. Like I've had times where in the moment I was like, what are you doing? Right. You know, like that little moment, but it's Mm -hmm. too hard then to like right the ship or to change it. You know what I mean? Like you're already in it. Maybe you can make a little adjustment, but it's almost like when you leave certain, you know, social interactions, Mm -hmm. if you took a few moments and thought about it and thought about why, and then became a little more intentional heading into them next time, you know, like it seems to me like you can't kind of fix it before. No, I agree. I think that, I think when you're doing like what we call the work, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of that, a lot of the work happens like when you're doing like a debrief. I call that like a debrief. I usually do that with someone else, but I do it with myself too. And I'm like, okay, what? I'm like literally driving home from somewhere. I'm like, okay, where did that go wrong? I like, like why am I so, like why yeah. am I so tired or like yeah like also like where did it go right where did like, right exactly all of it right yeah. right and I think that like when you start learning to like observe your own feelings your own fatigue for me it was an issue of fatigue why am I so tired yeah why am I always so tired why am I so tired when I leave that person's house yeah. or why when I leave that place and it's a different kind of tired. Mm -hmm. right it's that Mm -hmm. it's like a drained tired yeah and I saw my kids were doing that that's like when we started doing it as a family was like yeah okay we should have left there an hour earlier first of all right and second of all like that like I saw you doing this like I saw you having this response what was that about like Mm. takes a lot of like takes a lot of like self-awareness though to do that you know a lot of self-awareness and it takes and we're a, not taught how to do that you and i taught that to ourselves right you know? right and it it takes more than self-awareness too i think it takes like facing uncomfortable truths correct <laughs> it it yeah. really <laughs> yeah it also takes facing and like becoming comfortable with your universal fear because yeah. it's driving your masking Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. Like the things you're doing are based on that. We have an episode on say, universal fears if you haven't. I mean. But it's it's rejection, abandonment, and fraud. So mm-hmm. whichever one is your top one right. is in the driver's seat. You'll experience all three. Right. But you're, you're masking to avoid that one thing. Yes. And it's very, very difficult in the moment to know it, but I bet when you're doing a debrief like right. you're suggesting, you'll you'll see you it. You start to pick it up. You'll connect right. the dots and you're yep. like, oh. Exactly. That's why I you know, didn't speak up at that moment, or that's right. why I couldn't find my way into that conversation, you know, right. like whatever the thing is. And the answers are always different. Like, okay, so do I, ne- do I not ever go back to that place again? Do I, right. do I then engage my boundary system? I was going to say, then it becomes a, a question right. of boundaries. Right, yeah. we, have an, we have an episode on that. <laughs> but like, you know, do I then do that so that I can like more safely and more authentically be with like this, these people or this place? Mm-hmm. Or is it that like, I just make them deal with the real me a little bit more? That's, that's such a hard part. So as the, that that, that right, you're saying right there right. sounds simple. It's not. But it's really tough to navigate. So as an abandonment person, I yeah. used to yeah. I would before just cut people off. Right. I'd be like, this is every time I see this person, it's going badly. Forget it. Why even bother? I'm done. I would pre-abandon yeah. in the face of abandonment. Right. Potential abandonment. 
But as, now, as the abandonment people do. Right, right. But now as someone who's realizing that I'm masking, I'm realizing what I'm doing, I'm realizing yeah. my responses to people. Right. Now I'm more like, well, let's see let's see if they can take it. Yes. And so I so I give them a little bit more Jamie. Mm-hmm. Or the Jamie that the real Jamie. Not the, the Jamie unmasked. they're used to. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. they're used to a certain Jamie. Yeah. So I give them a little bit more of the unmasked Jamie and I'm like, how do they take it? Yeah, it's a little less accommodating. It's a lot less accommodating. Okay. <laughs> For me. Yeah, well, I was trying to be nice about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, but, it's a lot of work. But it don't you feel like it also, like the, there are some people who are like, I like this. Yes. And that that's like, oh, that's one of my people. Exactly. And then you notice them unmasking a little more around exactly. you because you're doing it. It really sets off this other thing. And then there's definitely people who are like, I don't care for this. Yeah, like, who is this? what who is this woman right yeah exactly okay i want to get into a discussion about state okay i i want to tease you about it a little bit before we go to a break okay because i i don't want to leave you like like on a note of like well what the hell do we do (laughs) i mean i kind of do but i want to give you a little hope right okay there's a difference between choosing what state you're going to be in when you're around people intentionally and masking who you are in front of people. And one is a much more powerful response. One, choosing your state is a response to intention, which comes from desire, which is your intuition. Right. Masking is a response to fear, which comes from your ego, (laughs) right? right? Yeah. Now, I'm gonna explain this after the break. We're gonna go through it, we're gonna talk about it. But what I want you to know is that you're not about after the break. Maybe I shouldn't say this. It's like, don't worry about it. But you're not about to hear like a magic pill solution. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. No. Everyone likes those. I know. But that, I'm sorry, but that's not real. Just buy our five-step program. <laughs> you too can learn to unmask. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. No. Not here. You're always do going to do, you're always going to catch yourself masking. You're always going to mask a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like you can do things so that it doesn't feel so bad for you for you, yeah. and that you leave things feeling a lot better and like actually have a lot more control yeah. when you're choosing state. Exactly. And you, your mask is on when you're in the state, but like it's, it's a different thing. But it's, on, but it's intentional. We'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll there. We'll get there. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll okay. be right back. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep. Beans roasted in-house, amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes. I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh, I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah. Check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. This week, yeah, I have a little story. <gasps> An obsessed story. An obsessed story. And it happened literally just yesterday. Okay. In my other 
life, my life as a photographer. Oh yeah. Um, which I don't do much often, but I, I still shoot like, like the, my families that I love that I've, that I photograph forever. Yeah. Um, and so I was doing photos for this family that I photographed for like probably easily like 10 years now or that's so something special like that. to I get love to like it. watch a family it. like that. I love, I love that. that. Okay. Yeah. Like the, the kids in this family, I like one of them I've been photographing since he was like two and the other one since she was a baby. Oh my gosh. So we were in Boston. Yeah. Doing photos. Yeah. I was doing photos of just the mom and the daughter. Well, I love the you were making sure you got the photos of the mom too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We do all those yeah, yeah. things. Right. I know, but not everyone. No, does. I know. Okay, I know. Go ahead, I sorry. make the moms go in sometimes. Yeah, good for you. Um, and so I'm I'm setting it up, and this older gentleman, definitely mm-hmm. like a lot older than than us, elderly. Okay, comes walking by. Yeah, and I I scoot out of the way. He smiles at me. I see him walk past the mom and the daughter. Okay. And I see the daughter look at him and her face is like, what? And then I see the mom who I've known literally since high school. Right. She went to high school with my husband. I see her face sort of like process and then smile. And then she like makes a joke. So I'm like, okay. I'm so nervous. I don't know what you're going to say. I see interactions like this all the time. Like, so like I can, I can read instantly that like she's, she didn't love what he said, but it's okay. So I'm like, oh, he just said like an old white guy thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I, I see the daughter and she's like pissed. I automatically like this daughter. I do too. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I loved her since I, forever, but like, I don't know her and she's, I, from I'm, this story, I'm a big fan. She's so fierce and strong and like yeah. powerful. I love her. Yeah. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> the daughter was like, why? You're my mom. Why did he say that you're my sister? And I was like, oh. And so the mom says, looks at me, and she was like, he just said, like, oh, you're getting your, I see you're getting photos taken with your sister. Why Why is that a thing that people think is flattering? It's a compliment, exactly. But it isn't a compliment. It's like, and, and the thing is that, like, the mom and I, as, like, older women, yeah. we understood what was happening, right? That, right. And I was like, so I looked at the daughter, and I was like, I was like, he was, I said, I forget exactly what I said, but it's like, I said something like, you know, older men, you know, he, he thought he was saying something that was nice to your mom, but it was weird. Yeah. And she was like, and like her face looked relieved. Yeah. That I was like confirming that it was weird. That you acknowledged that right. that's a weird thing to say for a lot of reasons. Right. And like, I can hear how some people listening to that would be like, well, what's the big deal? He was complimenting her. But like... The daughter, yeah, in her sort of young, yeah, un like unspoiled by the world state, like <laughs> she she picked up the weirdness that we have that that the rest of us have like acclimated to. Well, you can see the societal shift. shift. It's like that. Like even when we were her age, we would right. have been used to those kinds of things being said to us, right? But she's. The world is different for her. And like but these that, parents aren't parenting like that. Anymore. And that older man, right. I honestly think that his intentions were very they kind. Were. They you were. You know what I mean? And he made the comment. I mean, he yep. also interrupted a thing. Like, right. Whatever. I won't get into that part. I, I clocked it. 
Yes. A, a club right. that you had to move out of his way. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I like playing patriarchy chicken <laughs> and I will not move. You can right. slam into me. I'd rather you slam. I'm not right. moving off. Like you move. Right. Exactly. Okay. Anyways. But right. I have to manage everybody. So I can't let, I have to make it okay for my clients. So I can't get into like a little tussle. You're working. With the old white guy. You're working. You know I mean? Yes. Yes. But I'm just saying like he, even that's yes. a part of this story. Right. right. So it's really interesting like when you when the younger generations get mm -hmm. like like flabbergasted or have a big reaction to something and you go like oh yeah that is wrong like yeah. that is weird but like right. sometimes it takes someone with fresh eyes to right. know that because you're so conditioned to that right and she, and she was so like safe in her and within her family unit there yeah because she didn't even go into this like weird like i would have gone into like a weird fawn mode yeah. as a child i would have been like Oh, okay. That's weird. Let's move on. She was like, not only was she processed it, and then she was like, like her face. She was like, what? When I was a kid, I teenager. How mm -hmm. old is she? Um, she's in fourth grade. Okay, way older than her. Yes, exactly. Would have even if I was uncomfortable with it, would have like been kind mm -hmm. and accommodating to the older man, exactly. and like done a fake laugh and a smile. Exactly. I would have done that. Right. Now right. I'm, I'm like for my inner child. I give the stink face. I will exactly. not laugh at a joke that's not fun. I'm, I'm not interested in that anymore. I did that for way too long. Exactly. But the fact that she's in fourth grade and it doing like, that, she was literally like making this face, like just like aggressive. Like you want, you want to fight face. Yeah. Like yes, yes. Oh my god, that generation. I'm so excited. And so like we kept taking good the job, photos, mom, raising her. Well, exactly. Yeah. And so I took the photos and I'm like snapping. The camera, and I'm, and I'm yeah. of course, I'm thinking, I'm like, this yeah. isn't, this is incredible. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm processing everything that's happening, but also processing the light and the shadow and like, yeah, all this stuff. And I, and so I put my camera down and I was like, have you guys seen Barbie? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, I said her name. I was like, yeah, Sally. Yeah. That was an example of the patriarchy. Yes. And her mom was like, Yes, horses. So many horses. I know you haven't seen I it, know, right. but that's part of the movie. Is that like horses become sort of like this, like symbol of the patriarchy okay. in the movie? Yeah. And she was like, so many. That was so many. Like so many horses were there. I mean, I first of all, I love that you're doing photography, but you're still managing to have a lesson on the patriarchy occur. <laughs> Wherever I can fit it in, baby. Wherever I can fit it in. <laughs> And that's not unusual for you. No, it's like not. you could be doing anything, and yes. there's somehow you're teaching everyone a lesson about the well, patriarchy. Well, because if you see it around you, if you're like, oh, that's why that happened, mm -hmm. then you can actually like realize what's going on, not be like confused, like why is this guy calling my mom my sister? And we can stop telling women that they have to accommodate that, right? And my, and also stop like calling people pretty. Like I get that he was trying yeah. to be kind, but like he was saying to her, she was pretty. But he was, and she is the like the yes. mom. She but is pretty. also complimenting her for looking young, right? Who cares how old you look? Or you can be you can be a hundred and be pretty, but yes. like he had to equate her to being like like inappropriately young, like fourth grade young. I know this is not the point of the story, but I right. feel the need to add this in. At when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. everybody thought my mother was my sister. Okay. It happened frequently I could, where yep, people would come up that. to me yep. and say, your sister just dropped this off for you. And I'd be oh, like, really? I gotta tell you, it used to drive me crazy. Yeah. 
and not because I didn't, my mom still looks very young. She sure does. I mean, she looks yeah. amazing. But like, it wasn't because of anything to do with my mother. No. But it's very uncomfortable when you're a child and someone mistakes your mother for your right. sister. There's something it's weird like about sort of that. shifts your worldview. Yeah. In a way that like feels very uncomfortable. And like, why are you looking at my mom like that? Like that she right. might be my sister. I don't know. It's a whole, right. it's a whole thing. So I just also want to add that that compliments weird and it only compliments one of the people. Exactly. It makes the other person uncomfortable. Right. Agreed. So it's just bizarre. I know. So I, and we had people that were DMing us like, oh, yeah. Hey, you should like, are you going to talk about the Barbie movie? And I was yes. like, well, Heather hasn't seen it. I know. It, I really <laughs> want to see I know. it. I just, I, can I like call out my kid? Yes. He, my son went without me. Well, I mean, teenagers. Both of my kids went and saw it with other people. How dare you? Well, they have to have a social life. I, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think you but should I watch it, it and we should talk about it. I'm very excited. To, and yes, we've been getting a lot of people saying, yeah. will you do an episode on the Barbie movie? Yes, we will. I'll watch it. I think mm -hmm. it's out now. Yep. I think um, it's streaming now or so, soon. Yeah, so I'll watch it and we'll do that for you guys for sure. Yeah. But I'd also love to hear from listeners their other like weird sort of subtly mm -hmm. strange patriarchy comments like this. Yeah. Where yes. it's like not really offensive, but it is not great. Well, that's what happens when people who are, are A, empaths and also taught to be people pleasers yeah. and they're intuitive. Like I can read that guy's energy. I know he wasn't being a dick. Right. You right? can like, tell what like generation tell. he's from. And yeah. even then, even like some older guys, like yeah. I can tell you're being gross. Yeah. Right. And he wasn't like he was. He yes. was really like trying to be yes. kind. So it's like it's it's hard for people to like know like oh I now spot the patriarchy, but now what do I do about it? And ba and back to our today's episode, like yeah. how much do I mask of myself in response to that? But I think what you did was perfect because what you did was to the women you were with, mm -hmm. create a discussion around it. Right. That's what needs to happen. Okay. Because what would have happened when we were kids, right. because nobody knew this stuff, no mm -hmm. fault of anyone's, right. right, is that that would have happened and then everyone would have just moved, moved on. on. There would have been no conversation about but it. But there would have been a, a like a fourth grader standing there feeling really uncomfortable and not knowing why. But yeah. she had her mom there to be like, her mom like instantly put her, her hands on her shoulders and was like, yeah. You're okay. He was just he was just trying to be nice. It was a little weird. Right. Like she she talked right. her through it, quickly processed it, and then we moved on. Right. But like in our generation, we would have been sort of left uh, like adrift yeah. with these weird feelings and just like expected to just manage them or just move on. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. All right. Let's let's make sure we see the Barbie. movie. We'll come back with the Barbie movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk some more about masking and yep. let's talk about state. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, we have a whole episode on stage. We do. So I don't yeah. want to get into like too much of it, but I do right. want to talk about the difference. Yeah. So just a quick definition of what state is. Mm -hmm. It's like when you choose like the intention of how you want to feel and what you want for an outcome and like you align those things and you put yourself, like you use a physical component to get yourself into that. You, you match the energy in your body yes to the situation yes exactly mm -hmm. so if you were going into a certain state like for example when you walk into work mm -hmm. you click yourself into a work state yep when you come home and relax you click yourself into a home state like you're not always thinking about it but you can choose it yeah one of my favorite examples of this to just easily see it is the state people go to when they talk on the phone and they use like their phone voice <laughs> 
Yes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like not just to a friend, yes. but like they have to call to schedule a doctor's appointment mm-hmm. or whatever. They like the, the octaves go up. Changes. Yeah, and the way mm-hmm. they talk and they're so polite and mm-hmm. sing songy, and then they get off the phone and they're like blah blah blah. Like that's just a quick example of like watching someone come in in and out of a state. The more modern version of that is yeah. if you, because I, I see myself doing this. Yeah. If I'm on a Zoom, oh yeah, with someone, and then I'm like. Oh yeah, my posture is different. My voice is different. My <laughs> affect is completely different. And then I lit- I literally hit end session, and I can like, feel I can feel my face just go. Yeah, it just goes back to resting. Yeah, not like mad. Like yeah. it literally just goes like oh back to resting mode. Yeah, posture because, changes. You yeah. know, and you hear a lot about state. Like men will talk about state all the time. Yeah, when it comes to sports. Yeah, like getting hyped in a locker room. Yes, like literally like getting. People yes. like yelling and shouting in a locker room before before a game. Yes, that's changing your state. Yes, state is one of like taking control of that, learning about it, and using it to mm-hmm. your advantage is one of the greatest tools in your toolbox. Yes, especially if you're empathic and intuitive. And I know in a lot of settings, it's taught as like a way to get ahead in the corporate world. Um, but <laughs> well, that's like the socially like, acceptable acceptable way to talk about state. Yeah. F- use it for that fine. if that's what you want. I, I'm totally fine with other uses. Yeah. And if you can, you're already doing it. Mm-hmm. So if you take a little bit more control and be a little bit more intentional about it, it makes a huge difference in everything that you're doing, including manifesting. Yeah. The state you're in when you're manifesting. I mean, all of that stuff. Right. So go listen to our episode if you haven't. Or maybe go like refresh yourself on yeah. our episode even if you did listen to it. Right. But state is like if i'm going into a social situation even if i don't know what that's going to be like mm-hmm. i'm going to think like what are my intentions in this mm-hmm. okay now the reason i'm asking that is not because necessarily i'm like a manifesting girly i mean i am let's be honest but like <laughs> do you know what i mean like i'm not doing it sounds that way yeah. The actual reason I'm doing that is because i'm super intuitive and yeah. i want my intuition activated yeah to do this, like desire, intuition. Like I want that activated before I go and do anything. Right. Because otherwise I'm just going to be operating in ego and that's right. no fair. I'd rather have like all cylinders firing for intuition. Yep. That's better for me. Right, definitely. Better for everybody. Everybody. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, yep. I feel like it sounds a little bit like in this chat I have with this person, I'm hoping to this. That's not really what I'm doing. No. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. So let's say I'm going into a social situation. And I'm thinking, like, my intention is to feel powerful, to feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and to connect with these people, yep. right? All of that is, like, within my control. I can do those things. So yeah. when I go in, I then adjust my posture. I adjust the tone of my voice. I adjust how I speak to people or listen to people based on those things. Right. But if I'm going into um, a job interview, my intentions yeah. are going to be different. different. If I'm going in to yell at someone at the school for the way they just treated I was my kid. just going to say that. The intention is different. The yes. state is different. The energy that matches that is different. Yeah. Now, that sounds very similar to masking. Right. Because it is similar to masking. Yes. However, where the line is, mm-hmm. is that I'm doing that because I desire to have a certain outcome. I want to feel this way when I'm, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And if I if I know, like, I want, I want an apology out of this person. Right. Right? I'm going to put myself in a state. I'm going to use intention. And then... 
automatically I'm gonna have all the neural pathways I have to get to that yep. are gonna fire yep. to have that happen yep. okay but if I'm masking mm -hmm. I'm going in from a state of fear yeah and it's your universal fear your number one is like the head cheerleader here right mine is rejection so yeah, mine's right. like they're gonna think you're a weirdo they're gonna see that you're crazy and different like that's happening you know what I mean <laughs> they're gonna say you're that's too the, loud that's the clip for next week <laughs> that's our new theme song um, <laughs> they're gonna think you're a weirdo but the t-o-o -O word for me is in control everyone's gonna think you're too much you're too, too this you're too, too that right you know you're too much stuff yeah. like so if that happens i'm gonna mask and do this like weird watered down version of myself right super edited and what happens is my focus is not on what i want or how i want to feel excellent point. my focus is on protecting myself from feeling like a weirdo who gets rejected right so the things i want out of meeting people are right. they're not there and you don't actually authentically connect right and you shift into a form of people pleasing that's not mm -hmm. good for anyone in the room right does that make sense yes and in this moment we're again i just like to read it reiterate that we yeah. are not talking about like the autism masking like no. the clinical no. neurodiverse masking thing like because you're not if you're someone with autism and you're masking you're not saying like i'm afraid people aren't gonna like me no like it's something that your body's doing to, can like, you to use, manage your nervous system can you use state yes right but is the way that you're managing this stuff going to be different and have a different effect on your body and right absolutely right very different right so all the same things apply but you also need like a licensed therapist helping you walk through that exactly I mean I think everyone should have a licensed therapist <laughs> helping them walk through everything <laughs> but you're absolutely right it's this is much more on like a basic level for right. everybody yes yes absolutely so the other thing about this is that just because you're in the state with the mm -hmm. intention Right. And, you know, we talk in the episode about how using like a physical thing to snap yourself into the state. Yes. I always use like just kind of an exhale to get myself out of it and yep. sort of downshift to whatever new state. But you can do whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it should be subtle. Some people are like, yeah. So I'm like yell or clap. Oh, and no. To me that like, I, I mean, if you ever had to walk out on stage, you shift states as you walk out because you can't be backstage. Like that would be too much for me. Yep. So like, could you imagine if yeah. I was like, no, like right. <laughs> no, usually my spine straightens. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here we are. Yeah. And I then, I clench a fist. Yep. It just it's enough. It's like a whoop. And then when it's over, I think to myself, and scene. Yeah. I'm just like, we're done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that shifting is also important because otherwise you, you can get trapped. I mean, I've I've done stuff where, you know, I would lead workshops that were like ex all day for like two or three days. Mm -hmm. And like you'd get to the end of the day and you couldn't downshift Function, right. you were just like and then the only downshift you have left is like laying flat Crash. yeah right so yep. like understanding this is super helpful yep so using state is going to help but you're still going to be masking mm -hmm. you're not just because you're using state doesn't mean that your ego just turns off right and it's like you know what right we're in this state jamie so who cares if everyone abandons you later today right like that's that's right. not this is why it's not a magic pill no, but I think that when you're aware of why you're masking or when you're masking, I think you feel a lot more in control. And so therefore it's not as much of a nervous system activation yes. and it's not as exhausting yes. because like you are still in control of it. Like I think when you're masking and you don't realize it, yeah. it's sort of like you're being pulled around like 
like by a leash yeah. to yourself, to your own fear, yeah. right? It's just sort of yanking you around and you're like, oh, happy face, oh, sad face. And it's like, <laughs> you're like acting, you're like yeah, playing a role. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you add in the intention, it stops being at, I mean, there's always an expense to yourself, but mm -hmm. it's not so high. Right. I agree. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, you are still there. You still showed you up. You know what's going on. Yeah. So like, was your fear there with you? Yeah. Did you probably have a few things happen where you like, if you're like me, I, I think everybody does this, but I think I do it maybe a little extra and you go back and you like replay everything. Mm -hmm. There's going to be less stuff that really bothered you or the things that bother you about the interactions are not going to feel so so awful as they would if you were just masking or you're also you're i i'm, I'm pointing at you like this because <laughs> i was at a wedding yesterday yeah so i've been doing that this morning yeah that sort of like post-game analysis yes and you also everything you said is true but yeah. also that you start to realize that like oh my ego is just picking some like random <laughs> potentially like off interaction yeah. and just like glomming onto it because right. your ego needs anything to be like see look you're a fucking weirdo told you that person saw that you were like too oh much why did you weird. say that yeah right and so but now now mm -hmm. i'm like no actually that was fine like maybe that was a little weird but like yeah. it's totally fine yeah like because you're aware of it the script that runs afterwards right. is from a, a way different place exactly. than like if you're if you're just masking and there's no state there's no intention involved mm -hmm. then the, the playback yeah. that you do is like you're just like dumping on yourself the whole time <laughs> exactly. if you're in state like you chose intention and you held that you right. and that takes practice but mm -hmm. you know and you have to like put yourself back into yeah. i mean excuse yourself go to the bathroom go for a walk and you know adjust your state, fix your state. Right, so exactly. people go fix, fix their makeup. Face. I go fix my state, right? Like right. that's going to happen. But like when you are doing that playback, it's like what you said, where right. you're like, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're fine. Yeah. You know? And the reason that you do that playback is your ego. Mm -hmm. So I've said this before, but the stronger your intuition, the stronger your ego. It's not like you have one that's super strong and one that's, that makes me feel better. <laughs> okay. I mean, the more intuitive, the more desire you have, the more fear, like they're, they move the together. Okay. Right. But right. what you're adjusting is how much control it has over you, right? right? You're not going like, Oh, I've dialed my ego down so right. that I'm so intuitive that I don't even sense fear anymore. No, the more intuitive you are, the more right. empathic you are, the more scared you are. Yep. It's just, it's, 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 yeah. it's the spectrum and they move together. Right. Okay. So when you're like dealing with that fear, like, or you're dealing with that like script running back, right? You're going like, it's your ego going like, what can we find so that next time we are even less afraid? Right. And it, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. That's valuable information, right? right? It's going right. like, how did that go? Let's see if there's anything we could do better next time. Right. But it's, if you're masking the whole time, the right. answers to that are going to be like, you should just never go anywhere because you're an idiot. Like, right. Or like, don't speak. Like, like just be yeah. quiet. Shut your mouth. Like, yeah. you know, I always, harsh. I always look and go like, how much of like the little kid self was I? And how much of the meat, like little kid meat would have been so accommodating. Mm. I mean, I use that word on you all the time where I'm like, how about you not be so accommodating all the time. But little kid me was that like very much. And she was good at it. Mm -hmm. She was so good at it. And right. not just because she was intuitive, but also because she was a 
there's a lot of fear happening. Right. 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 So like how much of her was there and how much of the me now. Right. In fact, some of the things people say to me when they say them, it used to drive me crazy, but now I know like, oh, well, I wasn't masking too much if you're saying that. Right. So I get the, um, oh, like, are you shy and quiet? Because if I'm not masking, I'm spending a lot of time, if you're new to me, studying you. Right. I'm not shy. You know me, I'm not shy at all. And no. I'm actually not super quiet. No. But I love to watch people and I love to like get right. a feel for people. And I don't necessarily inject myself in until I right. feel like I want to. So that's actually, if you're saying that to me, that means you saw a less masked version of me. Right, because people are reading your like analysis and observation as shy and quiet. Yes. Which makes sense that they would read that. But yeah, yeah. so it means that you were being you. But not, not everyone who's quiet and observing is uncomfortable doing so. I'm not right. like wishing someone would talk to me. I'm actually wishing people would stop talking to me because I'm studying that person over there because their energy is bananas. Right. So stop making, stop telling me about the weather because I think I can figure out why that person is doing it. Like, do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So if yeah. you see that, right, it means you saw more of you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. I, this, you're going to like this one. <laughs> It's very important to notice the people you surround yourself with mm -hmm. on a somewhat regular basis. When you leave them and you do that debrief, what's your energy level yes. like? What kind of tired are you? Yep. Okay. There are some people this who you love, who you care deeply about, yep. that you have to mask a lot more for yes. than others. It's true. It sucks. It's true. When you leave being with someone for a little while mm -hmm. or a group of people for a little while mm -hmm. and you're doing the debrief, just ask yourself the question, what does my energy feel like right now? Right. Do you feel happy? Yep. Can't wait to see them again. That was good. I'm tired, but like, I'm glad like I got to hang out with that person. Mm -hmm. Or do you feel like, not great about yourself. Do you mm -hmm. feel like your the stuff you're running is like the thing that I do is, is I'm like, why did I talk so much? If I think that, yes. then I know I was in full masking mode. Yep. And the exactly. people around me weren't making me feel super comfortable being myself. Right. And I think if you're a parent, yeah, you can notice that in yourself but also in your children. Like I was noticing when my when I would leave somewhere with my kids that like in the car yeah they'd be a disaster oh yeah like behave like they couldn't hold like, in they'd be arguing with each other yes or they'd be exhausted or they yeah. get real like whiny and complainy yes and i'd be like okay that was way too much for them what was so hard about that yes and it's like oh because to be around that person or those people it was it was too much for them in that whiny fighting with each other thing that you're talking about just mm -hmm. to add a term to that is you're witnessing their nervous system being very dysregulated exactly you know what i mean right. like i think as a parent it's important to run that script because you deal with that how you yep. see fit mm -hmm. but it's important to notice the difference of right. like like punishing a kid for that right like are they actually doing something wrong or no. is this a place of discussion and teaching them about their own boundaries right exactly you know? like i'm not telling, trying to tell anyone how to parent because i'm not an expert right but you know what i'm saying yeah, like absolutely. it's important to go like oh everyone's nervous systems are not like doing we're well all after leaving this right if you are an introvert 
which I've said this many times, but all introvert means is like your battery recharges when you're alone and it gets drained when you're with people. It has nothing to do with liking people or being shy or outgoing. An extrovert is someone whose battery drains when they're alone and charges when they're with people. Right. Okay. So if you're an introvert, even if it's the best people in the world who make you feel better than anyone that you barely mask for, Mm -hmm. you're still going to feel tired and drained when you leave. Right. But it's a different kind. Right. It's a kind where you don't feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like that script you're running right. is like, my foot's falling asleep. If you're watching on YouTube and you're like, why are you moving around so much? Um, it, it's just a different, it's yeah. hard to explain, but it's just a very different kind of tired. Yes. Yeah. You're like exhausted. Yeah. And you're just like, I just, I don't like humans anymore. Mm-hmm. When I start thinking that like humans are such garbage, I'm like, okay, I think I need some alone time. Yes. Who was I just surrounding myself with? Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, My next point is that empathic, intuitive people learn masking very early. Yeah. So I think everybody learns masking very early. But the more intuitive and the more empathic you are, the more you are labeled like sensitive or whatever other silly words. Mm -hmm. We both like the word passionate better, but whatever. (laughs) The more you were that, the more you learned to mask yeah the more of a weirdo you felt like right the more you learn to mask right now again that doesn't mean you're on the same level as someone who has to manage autism right but you have known for a long time that the way you are feeling and the way you operate right. society's not really a huge fan of yeah and it also depends on your clairs which we haven't sort of about yes but like if you're clairvoyant and you're seeing things like you're a kid who's seeing things yeah you you're learning really quickly yeah that you have to mask yeah what you're saying how you're acting out in the world like the terms you're using right like you're, you're also you're clear audience you're hearing things that other people aren't yeah. hearing you're mat you're gonna have to start masking and it's funny that you say that because that is incredibly true. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking of it in like the opposite fashion mm. in that I was thinking about how when I was a kid, I was like, that person's feeling like that, but they're acting like that. Right. Like, so you're pretend you're not authentically showing up in the state you are. Right. In fact, I can even tell that you're lying. Right. Right. Like right. I felt I had so much trouble with that when I was a kid that mm-hmm. like, it was like, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie. But people were lying all the time. And I would, I yeah. remember, yeah. we've, we've talked about this before. I, I do not have an official diagnosis, but we come to realize that I'm on the autism spectrum. You're definitely autistic. Okay. I, I just try to be careful with that because I like, I don't, I know I don't want to become like, think I know everything because. Right. No, I hear you. We've, I have unofficially been diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. for someone like me who is very literal trying to find the little things in society these like nuances of like you can lie but only because of this and only for these reasons the right reasons right it was it's still still i have trouble with that yeah with like a eight-year-old brain like yeah like trying to manage all of those things yes and i just remember being like people would be you know as a kid would be like mad at me or something like friends or peers would be mad at me because of something I, I did or said, and I was, but you didn't tell me that was bothering you. Like it, you're mad at me like two days later right. and they would, they would be like, well, you should just know. And, and now I understand what I, why I didn't just know, but I was right. like, 
you, I said, is this okay? And you said, yes. Like I didn't know to read something else and everyone's always lying. So I know intuitively you feel different than what you're saying, but I don't know what to do I about thought, that. I thought I was supposed to go along with the charade. Yeah. Right. I've been going along with the charade since I can remember. Like, right. And it, it isn't, it isn't just that. Like it, it's everybody. Like there's ways that you're like seeing that you're supposed to behave differently. And mm-hmm. like society's constantly telling you that. And it's, it's really weird. Yeah. Even as a woman growing up as a little girl, I was always the one who was like, I have a question that way. I want to, can we talk about this? I have an argumentative point. And to me, it never felt like I was doing something wrong. I right. felt like that's how it was contributing, but it was constantly like you were, you're being argumentative. Yeah. And I right. like taught not to do that. And, I, and yeah. certainly not like my mother was like, you do that. Like, Yes. Thank goodness. But, you right. know, by other people in society. And I would see that boys were celebrated for doing the same thing exactly. I wanted to do. Right. And so then you you have all these confusing messages. So yeah. you're just masking. Mm-hmm. So the more aware you are that your brain's wired a little different, the more your masking could be so deep that you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that was that. No, I think once you start understanding masking and then you start observing yourself mm-hmm. and sort of peeling back the layers of that you'll start to realize just sort of how deeply you've been masking without even realizing it absolutely so here's here's the homework assignment i have for everybody because that's that's yep. what it is yep. <laughs> look at what parts of yourself you're tending to mask mm-hmm. and why and actually make a list right because it's they're all very connected. Like right. mine is just too much of everything. I think yours is pretty similar. Yep. Um, like, oh, they're going to think you're too loud or too opinionated or too weird. Like the T.O. word is everywhere yeah, on my weird. list. So it's always this like dulling down, mm-hmm. you know, this like very choosy way. And like mm-hmm. part of the way my brain is wired, and I think a lot of empathic people's brain is wired, is that there is kind of an enjoyment in figuring out what this person likes Oh yeah, like oh, I presented myself that way, and you yeah, liked it. And I, and I got this response. Yes, right. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But understanding what parts of yourself that mm-hmm. you're doing that with, and like then sort of going, well, who sees me not that way, not mm-hmm. masked? Like who sees the loud version? Who who is safe right. to see? I mean, I remember one time we were hanging out. I think I Marco Polo texted you after, and I was like, I think I was like a little too direct about everything. I just, because I'm comfortable with you, if I can't get my mask all the way on of being like, you know, softening the edges of everything, like I didn't worry about it too much. But after I was like, sorry if that was weird. No, you literally said, I think I was too unmasked. Yeah. And I was like, no, you were fine. Well, we actually, <laughs> interestingly enough, it was a conversation about uh, Lisa Vanderpump and Real Housewives. Oh my God. Love. <laughs> Which we talked about, I think it was last, last week. week. So it's and so we were, but like what I do, yes. especially with you, you is I'm, I'm always driving yeah. to the answer. And yeah. if I'm not softening it, it can look like I'm being judgmental. Yeah. Like you, you were, you were like, so you think this? And I was right. like, and I was like, well, no, I don't. And you're like, so, but, but you said this. And yeah. I was like, no, I mean, I, I meant this. And you were like, I think I was a little too rough. Well, I also know that you know me well enough right. to know that I'm actually not being judgmental at least in the way that maybe some people would take right. I'm actually trying to to solve like the equation in front right. of me right right so like I I'm comfortable enough but I'm still gonna even you I'm still saying like 
did that feel okay to you? Right. But the fact that that would even ever happen, that I would right. go like, whoop. It's a compliment. Is a compliment that you right. would see that version. Correct. So my point is even the people you're most comfortable with, you're going to mask. Right. It's all right. But understand what you're masking, why you're masking it, and look at who you're doing it with more than others. And it's mm -hmm. going to tell you. I mean, when you meet someone new and you're kind of like, huh, I don't feel as masked. Right. That's like a really good sign. Yes. You feel comfortable with that person. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of my problems were, which I've been saying to you forever, is that like, I think it actually was masking and I didn't realize it, but it was like, I would say to you, like, these people think that I'm, like, oh yeah, like, so opinionated and so uh -huh. whatever the word is. Like, I'm to this, I'm to that. Yeah. And I, and I would say to Heather, like, I'm only showing them, like, 20% of myself. Like, if they don't like this mask. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hate me. Like, the real me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, but I think the power is being like, like, like I, I felt, I didn't realize I was putting on the mask. Right. So I was having these interactions, being exhausted by them. Yeah. Because I didn't realize I was masking. I didn't realize what I was doing. Right. And then still getting this terrible feedback. And you're like, I just masked my ass off. Right. And you still didn't like and me. And I can't win. There's right. no winning. So there's yeah. freedom and being like, Oh, you're just not gonna like me. Yeah. No matter what. Right. So like, how about I just like take the mask off and, and just let yeah. it be, you know, right. I'm never gonna I'm not really gonna ever show most people are never gonna see hundred percent Jamie. Most people will never see all of that. They'll see maybe glimpses. Right. Or they'll get like a good ninety. Right. But yeah. But instead of like showing you like twenty percent Jamie. Yeah. You can take 50 to 60 now and let's rock with it and see how it goes. And it becomes more about the state you're in and the intention of connecting with the people than about the masking when you start doing that. Right. Because if you're going to like let people see more of you, your focus just naturally then becomes on connecting with them. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, and like it is what it is. Like, And now I'm not leaving exhausted. You might still think I'm an opinionated bitch. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not yeah. leaving exhausted, and you're right. you're still feeling the same way about me. And you are opinionated, but like if someone doesn't like you, especially you, you are very opinionated. But you're also very educated, and you're also very kind and accommodating to everybody around you. So it's not like you're coming in and you're like, everybody listen to my speech. <laughs> like that's not happening. You're sharing your opinion, and for people who are used to just getting. The like fully masked accommodating Jamie, mm -hmm. maybe they are like, whoa, where did right. that come from? I mean, right. they must not follow you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> or they stopped a while ago. They, they didn't follow me a while ago. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Like to me, like when someone starts to show their opinions, even mm -hmm. if I disagree with them, I automatically like them better mm -hmm. than the person just people pleasing in the corner, like trying to make everyone feel good. Right. And it's not because I think the people pleaser is a jerk. I just no. I just know I'm not getting anything real out of that. It's person. not as authentic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. It's also interesting that we like so because shame is involved in masking, right? Right. Our good friend shame that mm -hmm. we talk all about. Yep. Because they're involved in masking, you're gonna do the opposite of the thing that you're afraid people will see. So for you, mm. opinionated, 
right? So the word your ego went, what's the opposite of that? What is accommodating, right? right? So you <laughs> find yourself swinging between these two right, things exactly. and it's it's really interesting. Right. So it's important to see the words yeah. that you pick too. Exactly. You know, mine would just be like the weirdo. Yep. So like what will happen is I'm just like, look at how much I am like you guys. So socially acceptable. <laughs> look at how right. similar we all are. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. when that person comes out, I'm like, okay. Mm. But there's good in that. There's yeah. good in like common ground before you, you know, show all your weirdo cards. Yeah. You know, there's good yeah. in being accommodating while also having a strong opinion. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's more finding like a middle ground to what feels safe for you. Yes. To present. And that's, shifting your intentions around masking right and bringing state in yep. i'm telling you before you get out of your car or interact with anybody just think of three words real quick yeah intention words i know it probably sounds silly but it no. will change everything and i'm yeah. gonna tell you when you when you do it regularly and you forget to do it you really notice right you're like what happened there and, and if you find yourself in a social situation and you're kind of like fumbling and you're like you feel like you're sort of losing it a little bit yeah. Say those three words again. Yes. Just call them back to your your attention. Yeah. And it'll probably start to right the ship a little bit. Yes, exactly. Now, I'd like to propose that everybody starts, by everybody, I mean like parents, teachers, mm. and leaders of any kind, teaching state. Not necessarily in the like right. corporate sense. Teach it. I think it's smart. I really right. do. Teach it everywhere. But like even to your kids and mm -hmm. you don't have to use the word state if you i mean my poor kids have heard that word for a very long time but <laughs> it'll just be like before you go into your soccer game or whatever right. like what are your what are your words today right you know mm -hmm. and a lot of times it'll be goals like yeah. i want this to happen or i want that to happen it's like okay so what are the words connected to that and then they say the words and they go off right and it takes a minute yep and you can see the difference in them and it's it's teaching them state along with masking like right. you're gonna mask but like also like you can have some power here yeah it's just a little thing to do i mean Absolutely. start if you're a teacher start your kids day with like thinking of a few intention words mm -hmm. i mean it's it's an easy thing yeah it really is yeah all right um i have an intention right now that i need some coffee i want to be in a caffeinated state Ooh, a caffeinated state with only a 90 percent mask let's go try it <laughs> Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.